uh, today, uh, we're continuing on our series about what needs to be remarkable uh, based on the book of Mark. And so we're looking at uh, what it means to be a remarkable team, a remarkable team, such as the choir uh, is, and as they're building, even now, being a part of that remarkable team is something, again, you can be part of. And we, we all want to be a part of remarkable uh, teams. We all do. Uh, I can't imagine anyone saying they want to be a part of the losing team. No, we all want to be a part of a, a remarkable uh, team. And, uh, and Jesus, he knows well how to build a remarkable team. Um, he's done it, and he's still doing it uh, even now. Uh, and if you want to be a part of Jesus' remarkable team, uh, he comes to the family. If you want to be a part of Jesus' remarkable team, uh, the one thing uh, that you must do is that you must be obedient uh, to the remarkable word of God, to the truth. God himself, and you'll see that on the screen here now. Jesus' remarkable team requires remarkable obedience to the will of God. Jesus' remarkable team requires remarkable obedience uh, to the will of God. Now, I lost uh, some of the millennials, some of the millennials, some of the that obedient word is not a word you hear a lot. As a matter of fact, uh, you won't hear that in weddings much at all uh, these days. People aren't using that obedient word, but it's really not a bad word. It simply means submit our wills to the will of another, to submit my will uh, to the will of another. And so we see uh, Jesus might his desire for us and build a remarkable team, but we're going to be on team Jesus, this team, but we're going to be obedient uh, to the will of God. So what is uh, the will of God? And that's a question that has haunted uh, believers for generations and ages, uh, trying to figure out what the will of God is. So I want to just go ahead around the back and give you Tell you right off the bat, so you will know. Uh, I'm going to tell you who the will of God is, and I'm going to tell you our two points. Our first one is that if Jesus is the part of the team, it requires remarkable obedience to the will of God. That's point one. And are you ready for me to tell you what the will of God is? Are you ready for that? This, this, this is the will of God for your life. Take a deep breath and brace yourself. The one who does the will of God walks in what? They walk in the ways of God. Now stop right there before we go any further. The one who's obedient to the will of God, that person, man or female, that person is the person who walks in the way of God, who speaks about uh, the faith and the character and the values. If you want to be obedient, if you want to know what the will of God, walk in the ways of God. And that person also, that person does what? That person does the work of God. And so there we see it. Uh, you can stop right now, the sermon is going to be over, because, because now you know what the will of God is for your life. Our will uh, is to submit our will uh, to God and obedience, and that's what it means to be a part of the same Jesus. And the one who wants to, 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 to be in the will of God and his or her life is the one who knows what it means to walk in the ways of God, who, who lives out what it means to live a life of peace, uh, a, a life of love and character. And that person not only lives there, that person also knows what it means to do the work of God. Say the ways of God. Word of God. Word of God. The ways of God. And the word of God. So just drill down those two things. I think it will be okay. Because I believe everything that we would think we need to do for you comes simply out of walking in the ways of God and then being willing to do the word of God. And that's so grateful to be a part of this church. Uh, but we spend time uh, learning about the ways of God in our life. But you can find out more on our book. Now, 
now we're checking in for the highest of ways that we can learn to live, and especially those of us who are in crisis to live and at peace. But then we can't stop there. We can't stop just in learning about God's ways and, and find out what it means to change. We can't stop. We have to become people who take the ways of God and walk those out and bring them into the world. Not the ones who walk in the will of God, but those who walk in the ways of God and bring them into the world of God. So if you want to be obedient, if you want to be obedient, if you want to be part of taking Jesus, you will be obedient to the will of God. And that will of God. I've been a, a part of some pretty amazing, uh, amazing, remarkable uh, change in my lifetime. Uh, and I've I discovered this every remarkable change, every remarkable change I've ever been a part of, it has required a great deal of commitment, uh, perseverance, obedience, uh, and pain. Yeah, that, that, that's what it takes. I was a part of a remarkable team called Team USA, the Army. It involved a lot of pain. Uh, when, when I decided to become part of, of, of that, that team, of the CPE, the police department, uh, that change required uh, a, a lot of perseverance and a lot of commitment, and it, it involves pain. Uh, when I decided to be part of a team CHPC and working with the staff team, it requires a lot of commitment and, and obedience uh, to the will of our team, but it also requires being diligent and faith, even in the midst of pain. You see, we can't go where God wants us to go. We can't say that we really walk in the ways of God and the work of God, and that's what we walk where Jesus walks. Perseverance, hard work, commitment, and a little bit of pain. Uh, I've had the privilege of playing uh, my great bands uh, throughout my life as a musician. Junior uh, high, high school. Uh, I didn't, uh, I, when I started in the military, I don't know if you know it or not, I, I, I like to keep it to myself. I started from the club of students uh, to keep the management of the And I don't like to share about it because I feel there. Now, this is just this is a tough situation. And, and, and I want to be sure that you know what it means. I certainly want to be mad at the trumpet player. <laughs> <laughs> so, being a part of the band, being part of the trumpet player, the trumpet player, I understand what it meant uh, to not do my will, which would be beautiful to all of my team leaders. I can't imagine being part of a great orchestra, a great team, and that I love being part of the band because we play a lot of great band songs. You guys wouldn't know. We play songs by Bobby Coffey. You guys know who Freddie Sinatra is? Yeah, I don't know that. I'm not talking about generation. We played these chains under band ceremonies. They were chains in the band ceremonies. But I was part of them. Can you imagine coming in and we're going to play My Funny Valentine with a great dance? And each one of us coming in with our own particular rendition of that music and saying, hey, I hate what you're saying, Mr. Kelly, but I'm going to play this version. What if we all came with our own individual pieces because we can do what we wanted to do? And we, we walked into our stands and our nice dress uniforms were there on the window. The conductor stood up as, as Kevin Longer did this morning and all of a sudden he brought us in. Oh, that would be massive chaos. Would you agree? Yeah, because it's easy to us to walk in our own ways or to do our own thing. But the moment we come to come to Jesus, that person is going to be obedient to the will of God. And any great team, every wonderful team that I've ever been a part of, Always called to bring my will to the will of the team, team leader, uh, and come in line with the plan. Uh, and come in line with the strategy. Uh, so, Tim, I can tell you uh, great police stories about what it means uh, to, to follow 
you have to submit uh, to the will of the coach. Can you imagine players on the field uh, going out to play uh, whatever sport they're playing? And, and then all of a sudden, Miles yelling out from the stand, do this, do that, and they're listening to Miles instead of listening to the coach. What if each one decides to listen to Miles? Oh, that would be massive chaos, wouldn't it? You, you see, if we want to be a remarkable team, we have to be
And so it's about the cake, and they were wanting to chew them out. And the Bible says they were caught. And someone said, Hey, Jesus, the family was caught. And let me tell you, Jesus replied to them. It was over. Because here's what he said to them Who are Who are my family? Who is this family? It says Jesus drew his disciples to the sea, and a great crowd followed. Galilee and Judea, Jerusalem, and Judea, and from down the shore, from around Tyre and Sidon. It says, and the great crowd heard all that he was doing. And I'm going to stop right there. And so we see this text, Jesus doing the work of heaven. Uh, if you read earlier, you see Jesus healing people. I've read about peace. And as you see this, is when people heard a number of people saying, and they heard this, I think way too often we think it's our mission of the country, and that's not the mission of the country. I would say it's much better to to demonstrate God's mission than to talk. Anyway, Jesus wants to serve in and turn for an end in verse 20, it says this. Verse 20 says, Then he went home, and the crowd gathered in, so that they could. And when his family heard it, they went out to see him. <coughs> they were saying this, this is what they were saying. He's out of his mind. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? His family said, hey, man, Jesus, he's cheating on his crowd. What is he doing? He's working, and now he's taking his work home. And we hear that they're not even getting properly. How dare Jesus get so busy doing the work of God? I can see that anger, and I can hear the frustration that was mounting in their hearts. He's out of his mind. And so Mary, mother of Jesus, and mother sister, set out to go. You read the rest of that. They were going along. The Bible says not only was his family sent, not only was his mother and his brother and sister, but the Bible says also religious community and half community. Be careful because you can never walk in faith. Which people in this day take all that? We don't really have to comment about it at all. We don't have to comment on it. I don't really take all that. How about we just stole the money and we talk about it? How about we give a little bit here and there? And then we do nothing. I say, how close are you? The religious people were angry at Jesus because he was busy. Because God was angry at Jesus because he was busy. I like what Jesus always called his team to follow him. His team always involved in gathering his fishermen. Man, they were, they were busy, hardworking people. Those were tax collectors and business people that day. They were hardworking, hard driving. Jesus never looked out and found someone sitting on their double back eating Krispy Kreme and twinkling and saying, Hey, that's a 
Pastor D, Mike's preaching the 
penalty, asking for residents of vocabulary that they don't want to hear about. <laughs> and so, and so, so all of a sudden, then I was like, what in the devil? Hey, the hockey stick is going on. And I went to this guy, and I didn't know about peace for I'm walking up like, what do you, you, you mean having my boy do this and do that? That's why he's here to go to school. He's just like all the other students. You see, what this guy thought is that you can identify someone by their skin color, you can assume that they're supposed to do a certain way by just what they look like. We all have that same problem, whether it's the guy who's looking for the hookup or the guy in power among who thought that you can identify people based upon what their skin color is. Thank you. 